Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guest man. Today we have two of the finest men from SBG Tullamore. We have Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt wizard Kieran Davern and the King of Hell Andrew Barrett. Lads, how are we doing? Doing great, lads. Doing great. That's what we'd like to hear, lads. We have his on here because um, Ireland is bringing us a 23-man uh, and woman-strong team uh, across the IMAS and the Euros over in Italy. Uh, there's 17 fighters and six coaches. Uh, Andrew, how delighted were you to make the team? Well, over the moon. Like when I when I was able to, the way the nationals work, where we're actually fighting for it, I think that's the fairest way to handle, it, and it's also the best way to prepare us for it fighting day in day out just like imaps making weight just like imaps uh honestly it's just going to be deja vu stepping in there when we're competing in europe yeah absolutely and then kieran uh, obviously this is going to be the first time andrew goes to a, an imaf event but he's built for this isn't he yeah 100 he's built for it. he's he's like obviously we we know what like say a type of person and fighter andrew is because we're we're with him every day for you know the last 10 years and that but um Say for anyone that didn't know, they got to see, see like a glimpse of him, uh, especially in Jan or January, February at the, the, the Nationals. Yeah. And uh, for him to do what he did three days in a row and, uh, you know, have that war in the middle, he just has the mindset, like you say, regardless of skill level, he has the mind because it's down to mindset now. Everyone should be prepared two weeks out. But um, he has the mindset and he just, he, you know, he has the ability and, and everything else and the grit and the want to do well in this tournament. You know what I mean? Like he's, uh, he's all in. So um, it's it's a great tournament and a great format for him. Yeah, obviously, Team Ireland are going over to the IMAFs in Italy from on the 27th of September to the October the 1st. Uh, Kieran, for people just tuning in now, maybe just some some of the, the athletes around the squad have never been over, like Andrew, for instance, or people just tuning in now wondering what the IMAFs are all about. Can you sort of explain to people what they should expect from Team Ireland at the IMAFs on the 27th of September? Yeah, like I said, from from Team Ireland, like if you have if you haven't been already, like um, it's it's a it's a tight knit unit, and when you leave your own country and you're all wearing wearing the same tracksuits and and everything else, you you do um, regardless if you're fighting someone on a show in a couple of weeks time or a couple of months time, you all kind of gel together as a unit. So there's a really good um, sense of like camaraderie and 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 you know, say different coaches getting behind different fighters and you know different fighters get getting beyond maybe or getting behind the. Uh, future opponents or past opponents so it's very like tight knit and it's a yeah it's it's something special it's something that you probably you'd, you'd have to go um you know uh, be there to experience it and, and actually feel it rather than try to put it into words but um yeah it's it's the, it's the pinnacle of the sport you know imaps for, for amateur fighters yeah we we've watched a few imap events and we we love watching them we think that it's, it's great to see the nations come together it's great to see an, an irish squad travel uh, over somewhere and it's great to see sort of strong irish squad travel over there and we can't wait to see you guys go over there and do the business. Andrew, how important is it to you to have your SPG Tullamore uh, teammates and Jordan Scully and Ronan Deegan go over there with you? I, I honestly think, like, the lads, I'm, I appreciate being around them so much because uh, as, a, as a team, we've been training together. Literally, like, during, during covid we were out training in the park together when we weren't allowed to train inside. Uh, we were pushing each other all the way back then. We're pushing each other now. Uh, we're fierce rivals. Honestly, 
there's nobody that I'm more afraid of fighting than Ronan and Jordan Scully. Everybody else in the country seems like an easy fight in comparison. But uh, having them there together, all together, pushing each other on, honestly, when we're in there, we're going to be trying to outdo each other. We're going to try to outperform each other in those fights, see if we can do better than the next person. Because it's that push uh, that makes world-class athletes. Really, really is, isn't it, yeah. Oh, no, exactly. Like, um, we're obviously going to get into some of the squad members now shortly. But, Kieran, how important do you think this is for the, the likes of the amateurs going over and competing this, in this competition and, like, developing before they eventually turn pro? Oh, it's huge. Like I said, there's obviously different ways to, um, you know, to, to get the experience as an amateur and that. But I feel that with IMAFs, um, you know, a lot of the fighters that there's some, the most fam- famous example is, like say, Jack Shore, um, Muhammad Mikhaev and so on. Yeah. The fighters that like put in like a solid foundation and they get used to, you know, traveling, sleeping in a hotel, uh, fighting different countries, different styles, different body types. That's all going to stand to you at uh, at pro. And if you're serious about you know getting to the UFC or one of the bigger organizations, I feel that if you if you if you take your time and you you put in the the groundwork and build a solid foundation, um, you know it's going to stand to you as a pro. But um, you know the, the biggest thing that I feel uh, the people kind of lack not everyone, but you know uh, a lot a lot of people might lack is is patience. You know you have have to be patient and you have to trust the process, get as many fights and as much experience under your belt. And if you're serious about um, you know, eventually, say fighting pro and, and making money and a career out of it, then you've you've laid the you've laid, laid a serious foundation, and hopefully, you've made most of your mistakes at amateur. You know, so I, I think it's a, it's a it's it's so professional. You know, when when you when you go to IMAFs, the people that work are, that are working there, they're either wearing you know the IMAF gear or there's people in suits. There's a strict dress code, and there's a you know there's a there's rules and code of conduct that you have to like say uh, that you have to um, you know you have to basically do or you can't you can't break you know you have to be you know sportsman like and you know all the things that come with you know the anti-doping and everything else it's very close to like the olympics or even like say uh, and like the ufc in a sense you know what i mean so you look at say muhammad mikhaya for example who's the most famous example so he fought like 20 or 29 times you know as an amateur yeah. and a lot of that was in imaps and then he when he went to the ufc and he, and, he, and he was staying in hotels and getting on airplanes and everything else i'm sure that was just second nature to him it was just normal you know, so I think that there's a lot of stuff like uh, that you can learn inside the cage, but also outside the cage by doing IMAF tournaments. Yeah, Ross, we're obviously big fans of Team Ireland as well. Another person who's done really well is Sean O'Bannon. But like Ross, looking at the squad now, is, is there any names that stick out? Bar the King of Hell, Andrew Barrett, and Kieran Davern for being a great coach. Yeah, there's actually loads of people I want to see. I'm actually uh, really looking forward to seeing uh, Sinead Newlon after her performance in the Four Nations. I think she's really, really coming into her own. Uh, so I'm really excited to see her. Uh, obviously, Jordan Scully uh, is going to be an absolute monster. Jake and Guy looked great at the Nationals at the time. Really looking forward to seeing him. Uh, obviously, the C-Mac lads who split the gold uh, in the Four Nations and uh, <laughs> at the Nationals. Let's see if they can be stopped on the European scene. Uh, Damien McKenna's got great hands. Like I feel like I'm just running through the list of people who are yeah, going across the screen, but like... They're, they're the, absolutely the brilliant. team's getting better. Um, it's getting better every every tournament. You even look at the youths there. Uh, like that was the highest level of um, you know, or one of the highest levels of, of an Irish team that's been to uh, an IMAF tournament. And it's like the, it's like the the seniors are following suit. And then the next time the the youths come out, you know, they they're going to be even better. And I think it's just as as coaches and as a team and just you know as the the Irish MMA community as a whole. We're all getting experience, and we're getting better and better at, like, say, understanding what you need to win these tournaments and 
how to prepare for them and the rule set and strategy and you know how to deal with the week and the ups and downs that you you come across just you know just being a a, a, a combat sports tournament for the week so i think i think everyone's getting the fight the fighters are getting better the coaches are getting better and then obviously all the people in in the background that are kind of like the admin people that are getting you know flights and different things that are booked it's all it's all just running smoother you know as far as i can see anyway you know so yeah i just wanted to touch on that Kieran. like name wise this looks like the strongest squad we've ever sent over yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think like uh, this, like every division is like is uh, say has like uh, you know two two fighters from Ireland, and either of them have a chance of like say uh, getting a medal or winning gold. And I think now, well, I can only speak for my own lads that I train, but I think now it's just like keep the the bulk of the hard work and preparation should be done. So it's just keeping the mind switched on, keeping the body fresh, not picking up too much injuries. And it's it's like I know it sounds cliche, but it's like you know it's not. Oh, I think someone was trying to ring me there. It's ninety percent uh, mental now, so um, yeah, you know. So I, I think we're going to come back with a lot of medals. Yeah, it was probably exactly. Reds, or that's who I'm blaming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me to go for golf and pints, probably. <laughs> Tell us this though, Kieran. Uh, in terms of coaching, how how much contact do you have with maybe some of the coaches who aren't going to find out that bit more about their fighter? How you can maybe get into that fighter's head before they they make the walks to the cage. Yeah, I've uh, like I've been in I've been in obviously certain situations when I've been at, at the IMAS where um, I think um, the one in Abu Dhabi in January I was out obviously uh, helping out and I had Jordan Scully there and um, Andy Ryan couldn't make it and he sent me a message and asked me would I help out with the with the team Rhino lads and and you know obviously I would I'm friends with Andy and the team Rhino lads I got on really well with them and uh, he got me to he asked one of the people that I was cornering was obviously. Uh, Nadine and uh, I, I never cornered Nadine before. I cornered Jamie uh, at that IMAPS and I cornered him at the the one in Romania a few years ago. So I, I would have known Jamie's game a little bit more, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have known um, Nadine's game. And long story short, me and Andy were kind of like chatting back and forward, and I was like, you know, you know what he was telling me that basically her style is like jujitsu, and she likes uh, you know taking the back, and she likes to do certain things. And I was like, right, she's she's a jujitsu girl. You know, I can I can kind of work with that. You know, as in like at least I have some understanding. We could mm. we could sync up, you know, with jujitsu and that. Um, and uh, I went down. She was the first fight that morning because she's like obviously one of the the lightest weight there. And uh, me and her in in the backstage, like say at nine o'clock in the morning. And obviously she's like she's tiny. She's about forty eight kilos or something like that. And uh, it was me. It was yeah, it was yeah, soaking wet. But she, <laughs> it was me warming up with her, and obviously I'm fucking like ninety kilos. And then like when I was kind of rolling with her, and we we're doing a bit like moving around just to get her sweating. I was like, right, this one's actually like fucking very good, you know what I mean? She's like, she was yeah. so slick, and uh, yeah, we we, we we all just kind of synced up. And what's that? Yeah, world she champion, me, yeah. world champion. Oh, yeah, world world champion. Yeah, but like, say, I I, I never I never uh, I never never met her before, and I never seen her game. And then when I was actually rolling with her, and I kind of experienced, you know, feeling on feeling on the map for the first time, I was like, right, this one's slick. And then obviously went on to win the um win win the world championships and that. And uh, yeah, that's a great little memory. Obviously, uh, all I did was kind of held the bucket and just told her the time and whatever else. But um, she's a credit to Andy and all the lads at Team Rhino. Yeah, you felt the backpack. Felt the backpack. Check <laughs> 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 <Couldn't> her off. <laughs> uh, uh, Andrew, just to touch, touch on yourself going over here. Like 2022 has been some year for you. I think you've won five or six fights now. And like, they've all been quite lopsided in your favor for calling the spade a spade. Are you looking mm. to make a name for yourself now in the European scene and really uh, assert yourself as not only the best lightweight in Ireland, but the best lightweight in Europe? 
Yeah, European domination and then world domination. Then after that, I don't want to just prove myself on the Irish scene. The Irish scene is obviously great and it has a lot of incredible fighters. But I think a lot of people are afraid to take that extra step out to see those different bodies, to see how people move differently. You can hear it in, you know, changing rooms. People are like whispering in the background. Oh, God, did you hear where he's from? Oh, what skills does he have? They're terrified that they're going to meet someone that they haven't felt before. They're going to see something that they haven't seen before. I know I've seen everything in there. I've trained with everything. I fought every type of fighter. I fought the wrestler. I fought the submission specialist. I fought the striker. I train with the best in the country. Uh, so I know when I get in there, it's going to be all the same to me it's just going to be another body another great fighter and uh and i'm willing to put my, my 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 game up against theirs and uh take out the best in europe and t- tell us this andrew uh do you know what the record is for most amateur fights in the year because if you go and win the imafs and then the fight uh in the euro uh featherweight tournament as well and go and win that as well like you must be racking up close to 10 or 11 fights this year yeah, yeah. Um, and, and to be honest, I'm disappointed. I should have two more belts this year than I did. But people kept pulling out on me. Uh, uh, for my last fight, I was as sick as a dog. I showed up to that fight because I don't pull out of fights unless it's a serious, serious reason. I was sick as a dog for two weeks. I did no sparring for the camp. Kieran was confident in me. I was confident in me. And we stepped in and we collected another belt. Uh, the only reason why I haven't won three belts this year is because uh, people keep pulling out on me. I had five pullouts in a row uh, for those fights and literally fights three days before up until a day before the fight. Uh, but at the end of the day, all that experience getting prepped uh, for a fight is only going to stand to me when I step out there in the Euros. Yeah, absolutely, Baz. We we, we speak to the uh, promoters of all these shows. and Oh, jeez, I've knocked over cans here and everything. Uh, and we always say, as soon as someone pulls out, me and Barry are always like, what about Andrew Barra? <laughs> we love watching the fight, don't we, Baz? Yeah, I think Andrew was on the show earlier, and he said he wanted to fight about 15 times this year, and I started breaking yeah. myself laughing. Yeah, but, like, yeah. He's literally on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm they, on they, track. They genuinely do... They, yeah, but you genuinely do like I, I obviously I'm their coach and that, but I've rang them on like say the night before a fight, like a cage legacy event, for example, like him, Ronan, and Jordan. Uh, like say they've accepted they've accepted fights on less than twenty four hours notice, and then the the promoter might come back and say, "Oh, your man won't actually take it; he needs more time to prepare." And look, that's it is it is what it is. I'm not talking about the opponent. I'm talking about the lad's uh, mindset. Jordan Scully got to show the opportunity during the year. He took a fight on Clan Wars on 24 hours hours notice and he obviously got the finish in, in the first round but uh, that's happened a lot of times with the lads where, where I'd ring them a promoter would get on to me and say look if you got anyone at 66 or 70 I'd ring the lads and I've, I've done this to the three of them like I've said to them there's a fight tomorrow night I'm just going to use Cage Legacy as an example uh, and it's at 70 kilos uh, will you take it and most of the time the lads just turn around and say yep yeah, no problem I'm like do you want to know who it is and they're like oh who is it or, or no doesn't matter what way and that's it I'll check my weight and that's the truth. I'm not just saying that to make it, make it sound better. That's my experience, and it's a little glimpse into what I see going on uh, behind the scenes. You know, so um, yeah, no, it's un- it's unreal. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a great trait to have. Yeah, we I, take I the fire out of our mouth. 
we take the pie out of our mouths, we take the, put the pizza down for a second, and we go, oh, play <laughs> tomorrow. You had to tell me while I was eating food, didn't you? <laughs> you wait until you're eating. There's a, a running joke in the gym. It's like uh, if the boy, I, like we have a WhatsApp group and everything else, you know, for the MMA team, and uh, we normally post into about training and techniques and, you know, everything else. And there's a joke in the gym. It's like if the lads see my uh, my name ringing, and they have a fight, it means that there's a pullout or a change of opponent. Or if I'm ringing and I don't have a fight, it means that I'm about to give them a fight. And it's like, it's kind of true. Most of the time when I ring them, it's like, oh, your man's after pulling out. Or it's like, um, you know, there's a fight next weekend or something like that. Do you want to take it? So it's kind of like a running joke in the gym, but it's kind of, there's a bit of truth behind it as well. Yeah, in fairness, I've actually been made privy by one or two of the event organizers. And I've been told, Andrew, but another fighter, that someone else's head coach said, I'm not sending that fella in there to fight him. And yeah. one of the people was Andrew. And like that's not even a lie. Yeah. So uh but it's like, great, isn't it? It's a good it's a good compliment, isn't it? It, show, it yeah. shows how hard he's working and how much he's put himself out there. And uh and you know, obviously we can only speak for our own team. I'm sure there's other I'm sure there's other teams and lads out there like that, but um, you know, the, the lads are the lads are special and like they're all in. Like they, they train like professionals, they work in the gym, everything they do is to is to basically to to make it to the UFC. Mm. You know, and yeah. be the best. And for now, the goal is obviously to be be the best amateurs we can, and uh, you know, obviously try uh, win or we will win IMAF gold, say along the way. And when it's time to turn pro and that, then you know we'll go on a tear. Then, you know, but they're all in. They they don't dip in and out. I've had lads over the years that dip in and out. Those lads are all in. You know, in the pandemic, yeah. in fairness to them, there was a group of them like they're all training down in the park. Do you know what I mean? Because the gyms and everything were closed. Remember at the beginning when it was a yeah. uh, we, we thought we're all going to turn into zombies. The boys were all training into the boys were all training down in, in the park and, and they just kept training going in fairness to them. You know, so they're all in and they never stop. Well Andrew's obviously a trailblazer in the Irish. I mean, and like and some of the names that are talking across the bottom as well. There's a lot, a lot of talent. And like there's gonna be like a lot of these are gonna go pro in the future and there will be names to be remembered. And you can see them perform on the twenty seventh of September to the first of October, because we're expecting nearly everyone to get to the final. <laughs> uh, and it can be viewed on imf.tv Ross. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, before, before we uh, do wrap things up, Andrew, I want to ask you, bar your two teammates, uh, name, name me two fighters who you're looking forward to maybe getting a bit of training in with and you're looking forward to seeing fight over there. Well, we have a good, really good relationship with the CMAC boys, so I, I have to say, like, uh, they've come down some of the Fridays and they've trained with us, so Kiko and, and Jordan Bradshaw, they're an absolute pleasure to train with, and, and again, there, there's very few real fighters in these country, but those two boys are real fighters. They'll show up on the night, uh, win or lose, they put their heart into it. And there's very few of those in the country. You could actually put that to, to their name, but you can put it to their name. Those two boys are, are top class fighters. Absolutely. And then Kieran, to yourself, uh, obviously we have 17 fighters coming over here. How many medals are you expecting Ireland to bring home? 10. <laughs> I love it. I, 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 I think double digits is definitely achievable. Definitely double digits. Um, look, I, I honestly, I, I like looking on, uh, looking on paper. Like you, you see the killers that are in there. Like you have, you know, uh, uh, like obviously I don't have the list in front of me, but just said likes of like say Connor McCarthy, you have Jordan Scully, obviously you have Andrew, you have Ronan, you have Jordan Bradshaw, you have Kikyo, you have Sinead, you have like Damien. You've looked at you the whole, the whole thing is stacked. So basically. I can I can only go on like say their past performances and and you know how or on how well the lads uh, the the team have done over the last year or so 
Um, if their preparation has gone as good as our preparation has gone, I, like I expect, like say, you know, medals in every every division or every other division, especially at the Europeans. Now the the, the level is going to be high, but the Ireland the standard of MMA in Ireland is is super high. So I I, I said it uh, recently. I, I would put like I can only speak for my own team, but I would put our standard of uh, MMA grappling or MMA in general up against any other country in the world. And you're going to see that in two weeks' time. So uh, it's you know it's all well and good us saying on on uh, you know on on this interview and that, but I can't wait for everyone to see uh, the preparation and the work that we've done for this. It's gonna it's gonna be something special. Yeah, we're not and going to Italy take part, Cosmo. Yeah, and last time out uh, at the Worlds, we got to the final as well. So I mean, like that, yeah. if that doesn't put a rocket up your arse, nothing will. That. Yeah. 100%, not like a rocket up your arse. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, I absolutely love it. Look, we wish the best luck to all the Irish athletes. I'm sure we'll be in contact with all of them before they uh, fly over to Italy. We have an absolute incredible team going over. and We have an incredible coaching staff going over as well. Uh, yourself, Kieran, Marlene and Liam from SPG Cork. Uh, we've got Jerry from uh, OMA and Pat from Satori. Um I think I hope I've got everyone there. Oh, and Alexander Andy and Paddy, no. as well. Andy and Paddy heading over. Um, yeah, he said. He said Paddy. Yeah, it's Kieran, Paddy, Jerry yeah. Poltrak, Alexander O'Sullivan, Patrick Sheridan, Limo Griffin, and Marlene Griffin. Yeah, there's a good crew then. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah probably. He, uh, I'm sure Sergey is going if uh, Conor McCarthy's going. Is he? Um, not. Uh, maybe not in an official capacity, but he might be just yeah, heading okay. over himself. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, I'd be good well, crew either way, anyway. I say no, it'd be absolutely. some session after with all them goals, lads. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Well, you up Ireland and you up the SBG ton of more, lads. Deadly. Thanks a million for coming on. Uh, if you have been watching this video, make sure to give it a like. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, drop a comment below wishing the Irish team good luck. Uh, make sure to share with all your friends. Hit a subscribe button because that helps us. And as always, stay, stay energized. Energize, shall up the Irish. And sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw so keep going keep up the good work guys